Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupationally with using fine motor and functional life skills. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. We're talking how to help everyone live more occupationally, more fulfilling and independent lives with having more functional skills. This week, we're talking how to deal with anxiety, how to deal with having the ability to calm down. Then, God willing, we're going to switch over to talking about public speaking and job interviews, all practical things many people have to go through. And OT can help in all aspects of life, so why not touch upon these things to try to help our viewers and listeners as well as ourselves. Today's help comes from Healthline.com, talking some tips and we have the ability to try to help with some different tips how to calm down. You know, we all worry and get upset from time to time. It's a normal part of life, right? What happens, though, when that anxiety or anger takes over and you just can't calm down? Interestingly, the sagely commentator from the Judaic Studies Masters, talk. Maimonides talks about how there are two qualities that should always be avoided at all costs. One of them is arrogance. You're supposed to be very, very humble. The opposite and the other one is anger. You're supposed to banish it from your life. You're supposed to go to the opposite extreme and just banish it completely. Interestingly, that should be an aspect that we should try to strive for, but it's very hard to get to that level. So what do we do at this point until we can get to that level? How can you calm yourself down? Anxiety and the anger can take over and grab hold and not let go. Being able to calm yourself in the moment is often easier said than done. That's why having some strategies you're familiar with can help you when you're feeling anxious or angry. There are some helpful, actionable tips, tips that have action components that you can try the next time you need to calm down. The first one is always breathe. Anything you need to do is try to take a deep breath, count to 10 before responding or before assessing the situation. Some people say sleep on it. Don't go to sleep. There's a very famous story of a guy back in the olden days. He was away for 10 years and he came back and his wife was hugging someone. He was this close to really killing that person. He was so mad. But he remembered his father's advice, always sleeping on it when you're angry. And in the morning he found out, lo and behold, that was his son who grew tremendously in the 10 years. And lo, Elena, God forbid, we should never know from such things, but he would have harmed his own child. So sleeping on it, breathing, very good things to do, especially if you're really stressed out. Because breathing is the number one and most effective technique for reducing anger and anxiety quickly. As Scott DeHorty of Delphi Behavioral Health explains, when you're anxious or angry, you tend to take quick, shallow breaths. DeHorty says that this sends a message to your brain causing a positive feedback loop reinforcing your fight-or-flight response. That's not the type of system we should be using. That's the... I think it's sympathetic versus parasympathetic. We want to use the one where we're calm and in a state of relaxation. Taking long, deep, calming breaths disrupts that loop and can help you calm down. There are various breathing techniques to help you calm down. One is three-part breathing. Three-part breathing requires you to take one deep breath in and then exhale fully while paying attention to your body. Once you get comfortable with deep breathing, you can change the ratio of inhalation and exhalation, breathing in and breathing out to one to two. Like that. 
got to go in slowly and out even slower. You slow down your exhalation on getting rid of the breath so that it's twice as long as your inhalation. Practice the techniques while calm so you know how to do them when you're anxious. Admit that you're anxious or angry is also an important step. Allow yourself to say that you're anxious or angry. I'm anxious right now. I'm angry right now. When you label how you're feeling and allow yourself to express it, the anxiety and the anger you're experiencing may decrease. Then you should challenge your thoughts. Part of being anxious or angry is having irrational thoughts that don't necessarily make sense. These thoughts are often the worst case scenario. You might find yourself caught in the what if cycle which can cause you to sabotage a lot of things in your life. When you experience one of these thoughts, stop and ask yourself the following questions. Is this likely to happen? Is this a rational thought? Has this ever happened to me before? What's the worst that can happen? Really the worst, realistically worst, not metaphorical, theoretical, or crazy, out-of-the-box thinking. Stay in the box. What's the realistic worst that can happen? Can I handle that? After you go through the questions, it's time to reframe your thinking. Instead of, I can't walk across that bridge, what if there's an earthquake and it falls into the water? Or what if the bridge snaps and I just fall into the water? Tell yourself... There are people that walk across that bridge every day and it has never fallen into the water. Interestingly for myself, I have a lot of different fears, a lot of different things, many many of them over the year that I never admit to people, really to myself. One of them is fear of heights. I really do not like going high up, but not an airplane, thank God. An airplane is different. I don't know. It's a whole different system, but like a Ferris wheel, I do not like. Roller coasters, I do not like. Even those slides in Sesame Place, I do not like. Anything high off the ground, I don't like it. So if I would talk to myself, saying thousands of people have done this, maybe it would work, maybe not, but we got to try it and see if it would work for us. If you're afraid of the dark or bees or heights like the rest of us, or me, then you can use these different techniques to try to help you get through these fears. And also you should release the anxiety or anger. Dehorty recommends getting the emotional energy out with exercise. Exercise is always good. It releases those endorphins. Go for a walk or run. Engaging in some physical activity releases serotonin and the endorphins to help you calm down and feel better. However, you should avoid physical activity that includes the expression of anger, such as punching walls or screaming. That is not helpful. This has been shown to increase feelings of anger as it reinforces the emotions because you end up feeling good as the result of being angry, DeHorty explains. That's really destructive abilities. We need constructive things. You know, take a walk, take a run, take a brisk run, or use a treadmill, use an elliptical, different methods and activities to release the anger or the anxiety. Visualize yourself calm. This tip requires you to practice the breathing techniques you've learned. After taking a few deep breaths, you could close your eyes and picture yourself calm. See your body relaxed. Imagine yourself working through a stressful or anxiety-causing situation by staying calm and focused. By creating a mental picture of what it looks like to stay calm, you can refer back to that image when you're anxious. A lot of people say they imagine themselves walking on a beach or lying on a beach, lying in a hammock, hearing the water rumble in and rumble out the lap the rolling and the lapsing of the waves into the beach thinking of the the trees swaying in the wind 
different sounds and images you could use for yourself to keep yourself in a calm place. You could also think it through. Have a mantra, we talked about this the other day, to use in critical situations. Just make sure it's one that you find helpful. DeHarty says it could be, will this matter to me this time next week? Or how important is this? Or am I going to allow this person's situation to steal my peace? Don't let people steal your peace. Hang on to that peace. This allows the thinking to shift focus and you can reality test the situation. When we're anxious or angry, we become hyper-focused on the cause and rational thoughts leave our mind. These mantras give us an opportunity to allow rational thought to come back and lead us to a better outcome, the Hardy explains. Listen to music. Music is so helpful. The next time you feel your anxiety level cranking up, grab some headphones and tune into your favorite music. Listening to music can have a very calming effect on your body and mind. Change your focus. Leave the situation. Look in another direction. Walk out of the room or go out outside. DeHorty recommends this exercise so you have time for better decision-making. We don't do our best thinking when anxious or angry. We engage in survival thinking. This is fine if our life is really in danger, but it's not 95% of the time. But if it's not life-threatening, we want our best thinking, not survival instincts. Again, we don't want that fight-or-flight response. We want the rest-and-digest instinct. Relax your body. When you're anxious or angry, it can feel like every muscle in your body is tense, and they probably are. Practice progressive muscle relaxation we talked about the other day, body part by body part, and that can help you calm down and center yourself. To do this, lie down on the floor with your arms out by your side. Make sure your feet aren't crossed and your hands aren't in fists. Start at your toes and tell yourself to release them. Slowly move up your body, telling yourself to release each part of your body until you get to your head. Because we want to get through all the tips this time in one episode, we're going to go a little bit over the 10-minute mark. I hope that's okay with you. Sometimes we do that for special episodes, for special topics. We're going to do that today. Also, write it down. Also, writing things, coloring things, drawing things are very helpful to get out that anxiety, to get out that anger. If you're too angry or anxious to talk about something, grab a journal and write out your thoughts. Just don't mail it because people mail things or write things when they're really angry and come to regret it later. Don't worry about complete sentences or punctuation. Just write or type if you want to use a, a computer. Writing helps you get negative thoughts out of your head. You can take it one step further and make an action plan to continue staying calm once you're done writing. If you want the typing aspect, typing is good too, but writing gets that sensory aspect of actually feeling the pencil or the pen grab against the paper, write against the paper. Get some fresh air. The temperature and air circulation in a room can increase your anxiety or anger. If you're feeling tense and the space you're in is hot and stuffy, this could trigger a panic attack, God forbid. Remove yourself from that environment as soon as possible. Go outside, even if it's just for a few minutes. Not only will the fresh air help you calm down, but the change of scenery can sometimes interrupt your anxious or angry thought process. Fuel your body. If you're hungry or not properly hydrated, many of these techniques won't work. That's why it's important to slow down Get something to eat, even if it's just a small snack, hopefully a healthy one. Drop your shoulders. If, you're dro- if your body is tense, there's a good chance your posture will suffer. Sit up tall, take a deep breath, and drop your shoulders. To do this, you can focus on bringing your shoulder blades together and then down. This pulls your shoulders down. Take a few breaths. You can do this several times a day. And have a centering object. When you're anxious or angry, so much of your energy is being spent on irrational thoughts. When you're calm, finding, se- finding a centering object, such as a small stuffed animal, a polished rock you keep in your pocket, or a 
locket you wear around your neck can help you calm down. Tell yourself that you're going to touch this object when you're experiencing anxiety or frustration. This centers you, helps calm your thoughts. For example, if you're at work and your boss is making you anxious, gently rub the locket around your neck. Kind of like having a safe zone, a calming space. This locket, this object that brings you down and brings you to that centering aspect. Also identify pressure points to calm anger and anxiety. Going for a massage or getting acupuncture is a wonderful way to manage anxiety and anger. It's not always easy to find time in your day. You don't always have the money. Good news is you can do acupuncture on yourself for instant anxiety relief. It involves putting pressure with your fingers or your hand at certain points of the body. The pressure releases the tension, relaxes your body. One area to start with is the point where the inside of your wrist forms a crease with your hand. Press your thumb in this area for two minutes. This can help relieve tension. Again, these are some tips, some help to calm yourself down from anger and anxiety. Join us as we continue talking practical tips, practical ideas, and tools to help you. Tomorrow, God willing, we will talk about how to talk in public. I love public speaking, but it still makes me super, super anxious, super, super anxiety-ridden and provoked for anxiety. So let's see different tips that I can use and you can use, we can use to feel less stressed about such a situation here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.